Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Nine Leaders Podcast. I am super excited to have you guys with us here today. We are continuing on with uh, type ones. Um, This is all pre-recorded. The video is being pre-recorded. The podcast is being pre-recorded because I am out of town. Um, So if there's been any wild changes uh, since the the Tuesday that I'm recording all of this, um, I'll, I'll put some of that announcements up and maybe I'll drop a little extra thing in the podcast. But as of now, here is our housekeeping. Uh, this Tuesday night, so the day that this is coming out, uh, which I believe is the 18th. Let me check to make sure. Again, probably should have figured this out before right now. 14th. Um, there will be no group meeting at Discovery Church. So normally we do uh, 6.30 at Discovery Church. We do an Enneagram class. Uh, we are not doing it this week. So we will pick that back up next week, and it is open to anybody. So 6.30, Discovery Church, Colorado, 4304, Austin Bluffs Parkway. We are going to talk about type 4. We're going through all of the different Enneagram types, and it's much more of a dialogue. There's a lot of uh, Q&A. There's a lot of going back and forth, talking about different things, and it's super fun. And if you would like to join us, you are more than welcome to. So next week, we'll be talking about type 4. Um, we're going to do a Q&A on 1s, just like last week we did a Q&A on 9s. At the time I'm recording this, we haven't done that yet, but I'm assuming that it went really well. Uh, but what is a huge help for me is if you guys send in questions about type 1s. You can send them to me on Instagram, you can send them to me on Facebook, and you can send them to me at wade at 9leaders.com, and I'll answer those on a Q&A. Also, if you uh, are a 1 that is familiar with the Enneagram, uh, pretty 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 well versed in what it is and are in leadership and would love to come on the podcast and talk about your oneness in leadership i would love to have you on so again instagram facebook email wait at nine leaders.com i would love to have you on the show okay let's jump into today's content so yesterday we talked about ones as team leaders now let's talk about what it can be like to lead a one So ones are excellent to have on the team. They're extremely detail-oriented, and they're really focused on getting things right. So they will perform brilliant for you as long as they're healthy and they understand what it is that you're working toward. A healthy one on your staff will help to improve not only their own work, but the work of the people around them. They have this ability to inspire their coworkers and to rally to do a job brilliantly. In healthy space, they push towards perfection in every project. And then they'll fairly assess where things could have done better in both the approach and in the outcome. And they'll approach those things lovingly when they're in healthy space. So ones are really going to excel in roles that require details, including leadership positions. They may not be quite as functional in highly relational roles because there's more room for gray area. And those positions can be a little bit more confusing and frustrating to a one, but that does not invalidate them from being a part of that, but they're much better at data and black and white and things that make sense. So as they move towards their healthy number, which is a seven, they'll become much more fun and optimistic and playful, uh, making for a really great work environment for the folks that they're with. Like I said yesterday, they have this natural way of building people up and helping them to grow. Ones have a really cutting sense of humor, and they can bring a lot of joy to any situation. That being said, ones are often seen as being too serious. So providing them with opportunities to loosen up can be helpful for them and for the rest of your staff. If you're giving them an opportunity 
to step into that optimistic kind of playful role that's going to help the overall culture of, of everybody on your team. When they start to move towards stress, ones can become a bit more abrasive. They may be perceived as mean and condescending when they express to people how they believe they should improve. They can also begin to spiral in their own self-abuse as they begin to believe the voice of the critic that plays in their head. So ones that are healthy and self-aware will know when it is and is not appropriate to, to give correction to somebody to tell them how they how they ought to do things and they'll they'll have much more of an awareness of good ways to do that and helpful constructive ways to do that. Ones that are in unhealthy space may not recognize when it is and isn't appropriate to give that feedback. So if you have a one on your team, you might get complaints about them uh, giving correction or or direction to people who they have no authority over or that it really is an inappropriate role for them. So just gently correcting them to not put their put their hands in other people's business and kind of focus on their own work can can be helpful, but it requires some self awareness on the part of the one to realize that what they're doing might not actually be helpful. They are really trying to be helpful, but it doesn't always come across that way. So, in order to help your one get into good space, uh, you want to make sure that you set up measurable standards that they can compare their performance to. One of the biggest things that can frustrate ones in a professional environment is not having clear expectations defined for them. If they don't have a clear expectation, they're just going to make up their own standard and it, it's likely not going to be the same as yours. So tell them when they're doing a good job. The voice that plays in their head often won't let them believe that they are, so hearing it from their leader is a huge help. So when you see that they're doing good, tell them that they're doing good. When you do have to correct them, be direct and bring data to the table as well as a clear strategy on what they can do to improve. So remember, they've got that that internal dialogue that's constantly telling them what they can do better. So the stuff that you're bringing to the table is probably stuff that they already know and they're already beating themselves up about. It won't be helpful for you to just beat up on them more once you've noticed something. So it's a lot more helpful just to come to the table and say, hey, we're both aware that this is not working. Here are some steps that I think would be helpful for you to take. And they'll appreciate that way more than you just continuing to give ammo to the voice of the critic that is already beating them up for it. And also remember that gray area is really, really uncomfortable for the one. So the more you can give them clear expectations and clear metrics, the better and happier they are going to be and the better they're going to perform. So this type also needs a lot of help seeing good in the world. You know, they, they, they want perfection and when they look around them, they don't see perfection. And so they can get really down on themselves when they're in health. Like we said, they move towards seven, which is really optimistic, but in stress, they move towards a four, which is a naturally pessimistic number. So if your team goes out after work together or has regular community events, it can be really helpful to make sure to include your one in this. Help them see that not everything is very serious and not everything needs to be perfected. Sometimes things are okay just the way that they are. Sometimes they need help cutting loose and just having a good time. This is going to help them move forward and move towards health and will make them perform better in the long run. And as we already said, having that seven nature come out of them can be really helpful for your overall uh, community. So that's something that you really want to encourage. Once they're in healthy space and they're comfortable with the community, they also are really good at turning that seriousness off and on. So they know 
now is time to be serious and now is time to, to, to be a little bit more playful and have a little bit more fun with what we're doing. And they're really good at switching between that. There are some numbers that will get stuck in having too much fun and being too playful. And then there are numbers that'll get stuck in seriousness. Ones can get stuck in seriousness, but they can learn to turn it off and on. So just a couple really quick rapid fire tips for leading a one. Clearly define the expectations. Encourage them often. Correct them directly with data and with a plan and help them learn to have some fun. So thank you guys all for listening. That That's really all I've got for how to lead a one. If you are a leader and you are leading a one and you think I missed something, I would love to hear about it. Just shoot me an email, wait at nine leaders or Instagram or Facebook are great ways to reach out to me. I'd love to hear uh, more from, from folks who are leading ones uh, and, and, and love ones and are in a relationship with ones and would like to, to, to share some of their wisdom with me. Uh, if you have listened to this and you would like some, some more one-on-one help in leading your one or leading any of the numbers in your community, Go to nineleaders.com and you can find all of the information for our one-on-one coaching, our leadership coaching, our life coaching, and our spiritual direction. So that's nineleaders.com. You can shoot me an email and we will get something set up or you and I can sit down and talk about what does it look like to lead a one? What does it look like to lead a four? What does it look like to lead a three? And while all nine of these types are kind of generalizations, each person has their own nuance. So it can be really helpful to sit down and talk to somebody about those nuances and figure out how to move forward. So go to that website, take a look at what we're offering, and let me know if that would be helpful to you. So thank you guys all so much for being here. Thank you all for listening. And tomorrow we will start on the relationship series with Ones in the Anger Triad. I'm looking forward to that. Those are always really fun series, and I will talk to you tomorrow.